Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Listen, all you New Yorkers. You see? Taxi. Okay, we're looking around. This is the 77 WABC minicast. And joining us now with some big breaking news is the founder of Just the News, great investigative journalist John Solomon. Uh, John, you had a big scoop tied to Hunter Biden. Fill us in. Yes, the IRS whistleblower, Gary Shapley, who testified a couple months ago. Today, we obtained his handwritten notes from his last meeting with David Weiss, the special prosecutor in the Hunter Biden case. Those notes clearly quote the prosecutor as saying he's not, quote, not the deciding person on whether Hunter Biden gets criminal charges. Those notes directly undercut all the representations that Weiss has made. These are notes of a meeting in which seven different participants were present, all the agents working the case. Uh, the first time we've ever seen these notes resonating a lot across Washington today. David Weiss, a lot more explaining he's going to have to do if he ever gets before Congress. Well, I, the only thing I would say on that, uh, John, is that at the time uh, he wrote those notes, uh, he wasn't a special prosecutor. That's right. Yep. But he claimed he's claimed all from the beginning that he had the sole authority. He didn't have to get that. What these notes show is, in fact, he was turned down for the permission to bring charges in D.C. And then he went and asked for permission to be named a special prosecutor. And DOJ turned him down saying, follow the process. So you even see in these notes an attempt by Weiss to become a special prosecutor. He gets turned down and then he decides he's going to drop the 2014, 2015 tax charges, which were the most serious ones that Hunter Biden could have faced. Um, really remarkable uh, testimony notes, and they really validate the testimony those two whistleblowers gave a few months ago. The other big story I saw today is New Hampshire says uh, to the Democratic <laughs> National Committee, we're going to do things our way. I think they said yes. it a little more uh, abruptly. There's no <laughs> doubt about it. It's absolutely true. He, New Hampshire is a, uh, a state that prides itself on independence. It prides itself on being the nation's first primary. And uh, today they made very clear that they're not going to listen to the DNC. They're not going to get bumped out of first place in the in the primary order. And also they're disinterested in taking Donald Trump off the ballot. Two very big um, developments and a big rebuff of the DNC, which is um, not having a good month. It's been a tough month for Democrats. So Robert Kennedy will probably be uh, on the ballot uh, with uh, Joe Biden. Yeah, and I think also uh, he'll probably do well there being a favored son of Massachusetts, which isn't far away. We'll see. But that could be a state where Robert Kennedy gets a little momentum. Uh, He's been kind of in that 10 to 15 percent range. But if uh, he were to get a good showing in New Hampshire, it's something that he could build a little bit of momentum for his campaign on. You know, I want to ask you, uh, John, about uh, James Comer kind of gave a big hint. um, And you always get these great scoops. This is sort of tied again to all the Biden investigation with the impeachment inquiry now uh, that we know is being launched by the committees. He said that he has leads on tracing $10 million of potential bribe to Biden uh, that Biden allegedly accepted. Um, And he kind of made it sound like he's going to have some hard evidence that he kind of is following the money trail. Uh, That sounded a lot more specific. He really teased everybody. What do you know? 
Um, I have to be a little careful here because I don't want to uh, violate any of my source reporting, but um, I will say that there is a series of bank records that show a $10 million transfer at a very critical time in Burisma's history, in the Burisma-Biden narrative. It hasn't been corroborated yet, but there is a very clear set of documents that congressional investigators are aware of that I'm aware of. We're doing our due diligence. We don't have proof of it being related to the Bidens yet, but it matches a time frame and a set of transactions that the FBI informant had uh, made those allegations to the FBI in 2020. So uh, stay tuned. We got to do a lot more due diligence, but I know exactly what they're looking at. We're looking at it. Uh, to date, we're just getting started. It's a little bit hard sometimes to confirm bank records that are eight years old, nine years old, but we're working on it. Well, I'd like to see one thing that's really, you know, uh, solid. I mean, so far right now, uh, the Democratic uh, Party is saying it's all uh, BS and uh, uh, right. there's no records of ex an exact transfer of money to the president. And, that's right. And uh, we'll see. Uh, next, uh, la last item. Mitt Romney. Is that the end of the <laughs> Mitt Romney era? Or is it Mitt Romney maybe so. in a third party? Let me throw that out. Is there something else for Mitt Romney? Yeah, that'd be interesting. I think Mitt Romney may be moving towards retirement. Obviously, a, a colorful character, oversaw the Salt Lake City Olympics, became a uh, Massachusetts governor, was the architect of what later became known as Obamacare, uh, became a senator, became an arch enemy of Donald Trump, and uh, ultimately, that battle with Donald Trump weakened his standing in Utah. It was pretty clear he would have a very difficult time running, even in the primary. And today, he packed it in. My guess tells me that he's probably going to take some time off from politics. It's like Mitt Romney can't win re-election, and uh, uh, our friend uh, Joe Manchin can't win in uh, West Virginia. So Great point. Either, either retire or do something uh, different. That's exactly right. Well, uh, John Solomon, uh, anything else? We have 30 seconds left. Uh, keep an eye on the polling numbers on the Republican primary. You're starting to see a lot of polls all pointing the same 40 to 50 point lead for Donald Trump that none of the other candidates, despite, you know, a strong debate are making moves up in the polls. Uh, that could create become a self-fulfilling prophecy pretty soon. A lot of pollsters starting to be resigned to the fact that Donald Trump is likely to win the nomination. Yeah, wow, it's going to be interesting. Well, unless unless some federal judge says report to right. the prison or whatever. That's why when when, when the news uh, people call me, you know what I say? Look, I think Donald Trump uh, uh, is going to win the nomination, but uh, let things sort themselves out. Well, and he might yeah. even run for more areas, John. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Uh, There's a John lot of Solomon. history that I fear is going to play out the next six months. <laughs> yeah, it is not going to be boring. John Solomon, thank you. We love having you Great here on the show. To be with you. God thank bless. You.